Good evening and welcome to Thursday Casserole here on WXAV 88.3 FM in Chicago. This is Jeff. I'm here with my producer Ivan and special in-studio guest PM Buys is here. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. Good to have you here. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me in, guys. No problem. So, uh, local artist, you grew up in Oak Lawn. Yeah, yeah, right around 87th and Harlem, so I went to Oak Lawn High School. And of course, we, we love having the local boys in here at WXAV. <laughs> it's always the best. That's, uh, that's our job, you know, Escape from the Ordinary Radio, so we're glad to have you here. Thanks for oh, coming. Perfect. So, it's okay if you uh, start with a song. All right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll jump into one. All right. Take 
to me Chest belongs to you. Buys right there, Jester and the Queen. Yeah, there we go. That is a great song. Thanks, thanks a lot. Appreciate that, Jeff. I love that song. That's your record is Atop the Salt. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's one of the tracks off there, so you can find that. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your EP. Yeah, that one's the most recent one. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's two of them. First one was recorded in a apartment of a buddy in Peoria, and that was just kind of a really easy way to get it started and um that one's called funeral psalms and uh that one came out in 2014 and then this was the most recent one it came out in may Mm -hmm. um and this one i i recorded in chicago and um a little bit more proud of this one i liked the i liked the first one i liked the tunes off the first one um but you know as as time goes on and keeps going forward i'm just trying to keep writing new stuff and make it stuff that I'm happy to release and more excited about than, than the last one, yeah. hopefully. I think that's so, yeah. always the goal, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> if I ever release something that's worse than the one before, then I've got a problem on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good, uh, that's what I like to keep in mind anyway. But yeah, um, so it has, uh, you know, it's all solo, acoustic, uh, mm-hmm. folk, just guitar, vocals, harmonica. Pretty simple. So go, go into that formula. I want to dig back in your your personal history what is your first musical memory oh god um that's quite a question uh first musical memory i don't even know um i mean as far as like one that immediately jumps out i don't i don't know if i necessarily have one i remember doing uh i remember being in a play in like second or third grade and i was dressed up as a frog and I don't, I don't, I don't really remember many details about it. But I remember we had to sing songs for that. And I remember uh, in like elementary school. Yeah, I remember my uncle playing um, guitar. Also, in a more serious note, I remember him playing guitar, and he would play songs like Rocky Raccoon and stuff. We used to okay. go to this 
we used to go to this bluegrass festival when we were kids, and I remember him having a guitar there. But even then, I was still pretty young, and it didn't really, you know, I, I don't know if I really understood it or, or quite got it, but that was one of them. And then um, Rocky Raccoon was probably my first song that I've heard and understood. That's a great song. Yeah, it's it a is. fantastic song. Yeah, that whole record's great. And uh, yeah, Paul McCartney, that's a whole other subject that we can get into for a long time because I love that. But um, yeah, you know, I, and then I remember my brother bought a guitar. I was in band and I didn't like it. So I quit band actually, which is funny because I'm a music teacher now and I was actually <laughs> a band director two years ago. But I didn't, I didn't enjoy band when I was a kid. Um, I didn't practice too much, but my brother bought a guitar. And I, I started playing his guitar, and I remember that was kind of my first real introduction to making my own music or trying to learn songs and things like that. Yeah. So. So, right away you, you got the guitar. Are you trying to create your own songs, or are you trying to play other people's songs? No, I yeah. When I first got guitar, or got access to his guitar, I remember I was just playing really simple, simple stuff, and um, a, a guy who was teaching me. Uh, at the time, he gave me a record. Um, it was Freewheeling Bob Dylan, mm -hmm. and that was a big. It's a great you record. Know, that's a great record, and there's a lot of simpler songs, but there's also some really nice finger-picked songs. And so I kind of got interested in that sort of style in middle school around mm -hmm. there. I would say, and and some guys like that. But yeah, I, I mean, I really, I guess I was writing some songs, but definitely very poor quality at that time. <laughs> Lots of cheese. Well, you you bring up your uh, your style of guitar playing, which uh, did you take lessons for that? Are you? I um. Was that something you made up as you went along? Yeah, I mean it's a pretty popular. Um, a lot of guys in terms of folk, anyway, mm -hmm. um, like the usual suspects, I guess, like Dylan or or Neil Young and and guys like that, um, Doc Watson. Those guys were using. It, it's almost like it's called Travis picking where your thumb is kind of holding down the your thumb is kind of holding down the bass notes and then your your fingers pick the melody out mm -hmm. and um, in high school I was very into that and that was all I really wanted to learn and so my right hand uh, on the guitar I think it's it got way better than my left because really all I'm doing on the left hand is some simple chords and basic chords that I've always been doing you know um, and then in college I went to school for classical guitar and and that helped that helped to fair amount to, to get better and get some better skills as far as picking and, and playing goes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, it sounds hard, but I know from experience it's harder than it even looks. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not that bad. Yeah. Anybody can learn it. It just takes time. Yeah. You just got to practice it. They're just patterns that repeat over and over, you know? Um, so whatever you're learning, you just break it down, start really slow, and then eventually when you feel comfortable, speed it on up. Same way as anything else, I guess, driving yeah. or something like that. <laughs> Practice. Yeah. So go, going back to influences, you mentioned uh, Free Will and Bob Dylan. Yeah. And you can either say this, well, actually, we'll start with musically. Inspirations musically, what started you out along this path of folk? I mean, obviously, like... Bob Dylan is a main influence for a lot of people. Right, and I wouldn't be the only, I wouldn't be the first guy to say that, and I think everybody's been influenced by him because he's so good, to, though. Is the... Yeah, to some degree, yeah. exactly. And I mean, across genres. Um, so that's a that's a pretty notable one for I think many people, whether they know it or not. And um, as far as what influenced me, that's that's a 
that's a big one. Um, there's been people, I guess, that, you know, they come in and they give you some records and, and you listen to them and they kind of, without knowing, maybe shape more than they knew, you know. And um, in high school, I had some friends that gave me records and actually my now brother-in-law, right, when he first started dating my sister, he, gave, he used to burn me some CDs mm -hmm. and um, he would just burn me CDs that he thought I would like. And guys, I don't know, guys like Mason Jennings, who's um, kind of a singer-songwriter, dude based out of Minnesota he burned me that CD and I remember listening to that on repeat and learning a lot of those songs and Mason Jennings went on to be a huge influence and shape a lot of the songwriting and then just through that you know I kind of started exploring and once you get those first few people that show you something that you really like then it opens up a whole world that you can just kind of dive into and investigate. You're listening to Thursday Casserole on WXAV 88.3 FM in Chicago in studio with PM Buys here, and he is going to do another song for us right now. What song are you going to do? I'm going to play um, a newer song, actually. It's called Paper Roses. Okay. Awesome. I have no secrets I would conceal. I like to tell how I feel. Lonesome to brilliant, tame or impulsive. I have many of moves. I like to dance, I like to sing When there's whiskey, I tend to drink Beyond my limit, whistling and walking Under the pale, swollen bone I have a heart that's mighty tired Well acquainted with some liars Used to pulsate out of my ribcage each girl I knew But it learned quick Don't fall in love Even with one that's like a dove For many seasons I haven't Once felt it move Yeah. 
No, I don't have much, but I love you gently. Paper Roses, PM Buys, right here on the casserole. That was great. Thanks. And you said that's a new song. Yeah, yeah, that one, um, that's new. This um, That'll be on a next record, whenever that one comes out. It'll be on there. How many new songs do you have so far? Um, about five or six uh, that I would plan on recording, and then, you know, some other ones that you, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I don't know if I like them or not, so... Um, but yeah, five or six right now, and probably do another EP coming okay. up uh, to be released. Um, looking to record it in December, and then uh, get it released sometime early spring next year. So hopefully get it out there soon. Awesome. Yeah. I think this is a good question, since you're you're in the process of writing. When do you know when a song is finished? Um. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's I guess it's easier with me because there's less components to it, you know? Um, I'm not I'm not in a full band setting, which I can imagine it's hard enough just being a, a singer-songwriter solo. I can't even imagine a nightmare trying to, to write a song. I mean, I guess you got four minds working together, so that could be an advantage. But I imagine writing a song with a full band would be a logistical nightmare for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess when it's done, it's done, you know? I try to just write them as... I, I used to be kind of a perfectionist, but that stops you from writing, really, mm-hmm. because you can listen to the best albums ever made, and you expect to be able to write a song like that. It's not really going to happen, and that goes with anything. If you see a pretty picture, you can't just sit down and draw it. You have to be okay with drawing a bad picture or several bad pictures or writing several bad songs first and hoping to get, to get better. So I just kind of took the, you know, took the road of let's write as much as I can a few years ago and now I've, I guess I've slowed down a little bit but when it's done um, you just kind of know and, and and that's not to say I release them immediately or something I sit on them and sometimes come back and edit them or tamper with them a little mm-hmm. bit but for the most part they kind of uh, work themselves out and you just you know when it's done where do you go to for for your inspiration behind these songs um, the inspiration behind them can vary uh, I think a lot of it was, you know, a lot of the first and second record were relationship-based, um, both, you know, just not necessarily between a uh, lover, but also friends, families, things, you know, things like that, based on relationships between people. I think that's kind of an, a never-ending um, cycle of, um, of material there, but... That's true. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, and I think as far as inspiration is, in terms of writing songs and when I, when I write the most, for some reason I, I write a lot in the fall and winter because things slow down. Mm-hmm. But really it's, it's a lot about the scheduling of it. So uh, the first track off of your EP, your latest EP, Atop the Salt, mm-hmm. all the hidden bobby pins. Yeah, yeah. Now I know that's, uh, that's something that I can relate to yeah. at least. And uh, you find those things all over the place. You don't know right. where they came from. So obviously, I, I guess that's got to be the inspiration behind the title. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, yeah, that one was. Um, I don't know. I've I've vowed off. I've vowed off writing breakup songs for a while, for a good chunk of time, and. Um, but I would say that's kind of the last major one. You know, yeah. there's probably two two major ones of mine, and I guess you couldn't, as much as I don't really like the term, you couldn't really classify that as anything other than that. So, um, yeah, All the Hidden Bobby Pins is about the little items or things that you find that are left behind once to people, yeah. ways, things like that, you know. Not, it's not even necessarily looking upon it in a sad way. It's just the way it is. Or like a... A type of scent or something, you know, that takes you back so quick. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what that song was about. I think that's such a a good line too, because in specific, those pins you can find those probably like a year after oh, it could happen. Years, the, yeah, yeah. Specifically the pins; those things are buried everywhere. That's what I mean. So yeah, that really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, couch cushions and and in your car, and they're just everywhere all the time, and so. They're it's like the never-ending, yeah. It's the never-ending yeah. reminder, really. <laughs> Bobby exactly. pins and cockroaches will be around forever. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. No, that's perfect. What is, what role does Chicago play? I know, like, in a lot of uh, your description of your music, it says like Midwestern folk, and obviously being Chicago being in the Midwest, what what does that play a role in your songwriting? Yeah, um, the, I really enjoy the Midwest a lot. From the places that I've been, I like the types of people that are here. Um, and that's not to stereotype everyone, you know. I know you get a mix of people wherever you go, whether you're in the East Coast or West Coast. But Midwest is different. And I had a friend, she was from California, and she came out here, and she would always laugh at, at me and a buddy of mine because there's just some sort of, honesty or, or, or kind of just you are who you are in the Midwest and it's it's really enjoyable it's an enjoyable place to be and people aren't you know um, I'm trying to think of how to word this without sounding like I'm trying to insult people <laughs> um, but it's not really honesty is not really the good word for it but I'm genuine people in the Midwest just seem very genuine to me uh, whether that's for the better or for the worse, they are who they are. And I really like the Midwest. I love Chicago. I think Chicago is a fantastic city. It's one of the best that I've ever been in. And I have a huge bias for it. But um, as far as how, how it influences me as as an artist, I'm not sure. I guess in every way because it's really all that I know. Essentially, I've traveled. But it's all the people that I've met are from Chicago, all the things that I do you know the seasons that I experience I guess it's in in every way that I've been influenced by Chicago kind of subconsciously without even realizing it I don't know if Chicago necessarily inspires my songwriting or anything but I'm sure in some way it affects quite a bit of it yeah because I think that going off of your points of the the genuine midwestern culture mm-hmm. I think you can see that in a, a lot of the the artists in that area yeah and there's guys that have been you know it's been a generational thing and i know oklahoma is very far south but guys like woody guthrie and guys like dylan who came after him and i just as so many singer songwriters from the midwest have this this honest kind of not too many effects their songs are pretty straightforward and and their lyricism is you know take a look at john prine very basic lyricism but some of the most beautiful stuff you could ever hear and he's 
you know, the songs just are what they are, and he just kind of puts it out there. And I think that's really a yeah, cool, and I, a cool I, effect. Going off that, I think that the genuineness evokes some sort of truth. At yeah. least either searching for the truth or delivering the truth in the music. Yeah, I guess just trying to be who you are and not trying to be somebody else. And then that's the truth, you know. Um, that's what these guys did. That's what I'm trying to do. And that's what a lot of my friends who are musicians around here do as well. And, and I enjoy that for, for what they do. I, I wouldn't want to be in L.A. I wouldn't want to be in, in Brooklyn. I, I like Chicago. I like what people do around here. So We do, too. <laughs> here at WXAV. So we're here with PM Buys. We're going to take a break nice. here on the casserole, and we'll be back with more from PM Buys. You got some shows coming up. Yeah, this weekend, um, just a little house show in Chicago, and then after that, um, heading to Indy for yeah. a few shows out in Indianapolis, one with a band called The Ballroom Thieves. Super, super I've nice heard people. of them. Yeah, they're great. Um, really nice trio uh, cello player drummer guitar player and um yeah super cool really good uh kind of like an indie indie rock sort of indie folk vibe I'll have to check them out yeah they're great they're from boston i think and um and then after that city winery in chicago i think is the next one if i, I don't know i can't keep you, it all straight but i'm looking at you have uh another indianapolis show Rocky Ripple House. Rocky Ripple House. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Um, that's, that's with a buddy. Jeff Kelly? So, that's with Jeff Kelly. So the, a buddy of mine, the first time I played Indianapolis, I played this room called the Hi-Fi, and, it, mm -hmm. and there was a nice turnout there. And this guy came up afterward, and he said, hey, man, anytime you're back in town, uh, you know, I'd love to, to have you over, and I could throw a house show and, and bring over some friends of mine. And I was a little skeptical, but the next time I came back, he did it, and his friends were great. He's a fantastic guy, plays guitar himself, uh, guitar harmonica, very similar. And, um, yeah, house shows are just some of my favorite things because you get people in a room, you know, 25, 30, 40 people in a room, however many, and people play some songs, and it's just really, really nice. No amps, no stage. It's, it's really cool. So that's kind of what that is, and that's what that'll be at Rocky Ripple. Okay. Yeah. I've never been a part of that, and it sounds awesome. Well, they're That's, around. They're yeah. around. So <laughs> there's one this Saturday. Come on over to my place. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ivan? Have you ever been to a house show? Nope. No, no house show, no Rocky Ripple. So maybe you have us over. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this time you will have us live. So. <laughs> I'll have you. I'll have you both over. Huh? I've been to plenty of like garage band shows. Yeah, but, yeah. There's both. I mean, those are those are a blast, and. Um, in college, I used to go to a lot of those like like rock shows in, in garages or basements. And um, no, this is kind of, it's different when it's it's acoustic instruments and it's in a living room or it's in a, um, you know, a whatever sort of space you could get. You know, I've, I've played shows in offices and things like that where people just gather around and you don't need anything. People just show up, bring some beers and, and show a couple people show up with uh, some guitars and it's nice. That's really what it's all about yeah. in the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> so do you want to do another song? Yeah. Um, I'll do a Hank Williams tune for you, actually, cool. that I've been working on. So this is a Hank Williams Sr. song, and uh, it's one of my favorites by him. And uh, it's called I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry.
midnight train is winding long and I'm so lonesome I could cry Have you ever seen a night so long where time goes slowly by Behind the clouds To hide its face and cry leaves begin to die that means he's lost the will to live and I'm so lonesome I could cry I've never seen the night so long we're dying And as I wonder where you are, well, I'm so lonesome I could cry. And as I wonder where you are, well, I'm so lonesome I That's just a beautiful song. Yeah, he did, a, he did a, quite a job writing that one. So so they have that, uh, they're releasing a Hank Williams biopic. So I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be really cool. I'm excited for it. I forgot who's uh, starring at... Uh, it's a British guy, I know that much. Yeah, the, the guy that played Loki in The Avengers. Really? Yeah. I don't, that doesn't help me at all, Jeff. Yeah, I know. I'm... <laughs> Where is Taylor right now? My other producer, big Marvel, Marvel fan. She um, would know this immediately. I'm, I'm so bad with all that sort of stuff. Even, um, oh, they made a Johnny Cash movie too. I bet it's gonna be a lot like that. Walk the Line. Oh, that was a great movie, That's a great though. Great movie with yeah. Reese Um, yeah. Well, good. Get Hank Williams on the on the map for. You know, all the people who are missing out. Yeah. If they can show a few more people his tunes, I'm happy with that. Uh, my personal favorite is, you know, he started kind of always singing more biblical tunes, but then mm-hmm. he turned into, well, hey, good looking, what you got cooking, what, you know, all yeah. that. He kind of became actually, fell off the rails a little bit there towards the end of his career, but there's a there's a sweet spot right in the middle. And um, he kind of starts to break away from the gospel, the gospel vibe that he was in and and goes his own way and that's that's a beautiful time in his music definitely 
you know, he, he passed away early. 27. Yeah, in, one, uh, in the, the famous 27, the right? Famous 20, that's, yeah, that's a weird, that's a weird sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I think it was just doctors gave him too much morphine. He had like a, a boy driving his car, basically. I think the kid was 18 or something like that, Jeez. driving him through the night to his next gig, and he was somewhere in Ohio, and he had too much morphine, and the guy, I think, stopped to check on him because he was sick. And then they found out he was dead in the back of the car. And everybody still argues, you know, a lot of towns in Ohio still argue about where Hank Williams died. <laughs> like they want to have their claim to fame. Yeah. No, he died here. No, it's over here. That's Ohio, right? <laughs> so they can put themselves on the map, yeah. put a big billboard up that says home of the, I don't know what you how you would word that, home of the death spot of Hank Williams. <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. We can move on. <laughs> But I, I did find it. Very nice. It's called I Saw the Light. Tom Hiddleston. Oh, okay, cool. You're listening to Thursday Casserole here on WXAV in studio with PM Buys. And he is going to do another song for us right now. All the hidden bobby pins. Yeah. All right. Oh, 
choked by hidden bobby pins or a perfume passerby. Oh, it is when I miss you most. But if I concentrate and think upon the bulk of our time, how we vocalized our discontent yet no longer get to try. Oh, oh. beautiful pm buys all the hidden bobby pins you can find that song atop the salt uh that's a great great song i want to talk about uh, at least your lyrical content uh very poetic what are some of your influences on at least as a songwriter in terms of lyrics in terms of lyrics yeah um yeah really a really um Lyrics are kind of one thing that I really am into. Um, uh, you can get it from other songs or, or just from words that other people write. So there's really just two sources for as far as that goes for me. Um, there's f- some songwriters that I really, really enjoy, uh, their lyricism. Um, Leonard Cohen is one of them. Um, even it doesn't, outside of folk, you know, Modest Mouse has some of the best lyrics. Isaac Brock is the writer of those, and mm-hmm. some of that's some really witty wordplay and things like that. Um, there's one other band that comes to mind, and his songwriting has really shaped a lot of what I'm interested in, and it's a band called Frontier Ruckus out of Michigan. And the lead singer is Matthew Milia, and he writes just about the best lyrics. I think I would make a claim that he's... You know, he has some of the best lyrics I've ever heard, and they're a really small band uh, based out of the, I think, Lansing area. But um, really, really strong, really um, pretty heavy, and really intense lyricism. So large, you know, his words are rhyme, the rhyme schemes and everything like that. It's just really advanced. And then I, I do, you know, I don't read as much as I should, but from what I read, then you can get inspiration from that as well. Mm-hmm. Different poetry or different books and things like that okay what order do you kind of write your songs in do you do you have the lyrics and then kind of develop the music around that or do you have the music and then try to put lyrics to it um yeah usually um the lyrics are actually written usually to silence and then um i try to fit them to a to a tune and the guitar parts a lot of the guitar parts have happened by accident so I'm playing a, a different song or retuning to something, and then you kind of just mess around with it, and you, and you hear something that you like. So the guitar parts are, you know, I've unless you can get a, a specific mood in mind from something that I write, but I like to write um, either with a pencil and piece of paper or, um, you know, just somewhere where you write on your own, and then when when the when the song lyrics are done, it should be able to stand on its own with that piece. You know, mm-hmm. I would hope that they could stand on their own, and if you put put it to music hopefully it doesn't take away from it it hopefully adds to it so that's the goal so you write the music i i tend to do that i guess it's not always uh so formulaic as that but typically that's how i i try to do it okay i mean that's always interesting 
which you get first. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think there's any one set way for anybody. Um, but for me, lyrics and guitar parts. I have guitar parts that are separate and don't have lyrics right now. I have lyrics that are standing alone waiting for a guitar part, if there is going to be one for them. It just, I, one thing that I'm pretty confident that I do most of the time is I write them separately and then try to smash them together. <laughs> you try to, try to make something work. Yeah. So the lyrics, uh, but I, I put most emphasis, I would say, on the lyrics. So do you write poetry, though, by itself? Do you? Yeah, uh, a lot of the stuff that I write, it doesn't get into a song. You know, I only have, I have two albums and, and six songs on those albums, and I have some other songs that aren't on records, but I have a ton of stuff that's just in in drawers and in folders and things that I keep that I've written. I plan to do something with it eventually. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask it. you, if you plan on publishing that or... I don't know. I don't even know how to go about all that at this point <laughs> i'm fighting the battle of playing music out and i'm just gonna hold on to them because um, i like to just save them come back to them sometimes i dig some some older stuff up and and rework it but usually if i don't use it right away it just goes into this folder that i have with a bunch of old stuff and it just is kind of sitting there and we'll see what happens with it eventually okay yeah we're in studio with pm buys here considering the show name is thursday casserole I asked you if you could describe your music as a food. <laughs> what would that be? Music as a food. Uh, this is bizarre. Uh, <laughs> let me think about this for a moment. It's a That's tough, a tough one. question. I'll just say, you know, I'm going to say like a medium rare, a medium rare steak, maybe Ooh. a medium rare steak. Just, I think it's, I think it's, I like to do it. I like to eat steak. I like to play yeah. music. You know, don't listen to it too much or you might get gout. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I didn't really know how to answer the question, so that's the I first like thing that. that came to mind. I went with it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's the, uh, the essentials that you, you have. You know, that, it's, yeah, you, you know, it's one instrument. Yeah. One instrument, one voice. Basic, so, and I'm, I'm very happy with delicious. just steak. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so you're going to do another song. Yeah, I'll do one more for okay. you. What are you um, going to play? I'm going to play a tune called um, Buying a Car with No Title. All right. Sylvester mail one to his mind. We put some hand-me-down plates on it and never got it registered. We'd ease on the throttle to the woods with a bottle and just a few passengers. 
passengers Well, some west side criminal Kingpin sold us that Buick without a title When he got incarcerated for tax evasion We stopped paying him for a while Not forsaken, he's on probation now. So we're vacationing into another town. Oh, I said, we're vacationing to another town. Silence, I think about Sylvester's mind. If she knows the places he goes, whether she misses him at all. I'm always grateful to a company, but I always get to go back home. Sylvester's my hair's a car seat cover, and that's really all that I know now. Oh, that's really all that I know. Well, we break that down for dying of coffee with an oily film on top. And we borrowed the waitress's cell phone, giving this Davenport guy a shout. He said he'd meet us for breakfast, but he never came around. Vacationing to another town Oh, I said We're vacationing to another town That's awesome Car without a title? Yeah, car car without a title To be honest, the title is still a work in progress, which is kind of a pun in itself, no title, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta work that one out. So I like that song a lot. I love awesome. this really yeah. hyped up song. Yeah, yeah. I thought we'd pick it up a little bit in here. Yeah, it's going like I like uh, that the guitar kind of goes all over the place, style-wise. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I appreciate that. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, Ivan or Taylor, you guys got any questions? So now, how did you move from the guitar to the harmonica now? harmonica playing and singing at the same time yeah that looks a lot harder than i think it actually is if you can get the guitar down the guitar is the hardest part and um you just got to be able to play the guitar part without thinking about it so if you're trying to think about both you know you're not going to be able to focus on on one or the other but if you can get the guitar part down so you can play it in your sleep you know play it over and over then you can free up your mind a little bit just to think about the harmonica so just make the guitar part muscle memory and then you can think about harmonica and um, harmonica can actually be a tricky instrument and, and on a fun instrument too, especially if you get into blues harp. 
Um, but for the most part, it just helps fill out the sound, and it's just fun to, fun to add to it. So you got to be able to play one really well, and then you can play the other and, and really dedicate you know, your mind to it and think about it. Said like a true music teacher there. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. I wonder why that is. Oh. Yeah. So, I want, again, thanks for coming in. Before you go, we want to promote your show. So you got the, the house show this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, to be honest, that's, um, that's like a little, a little house show. But the show I'm really looking to, uh, to get some people out to in Chicago, that's going to be on November 20th. And it's at this place called the City Winery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a kind of a quiet, a quieter venue, but a nice, a nice listening room. And um, you know, day before my birthday at midnight. Oh man, I'll, look at that! Oh. I was about to say I'll be 21, but I won't be. <laughs> It'll be the 21st at midnight, so I will definitely be older than 21. But we can act like I'm just turning 21 <laughs> if you come to that show. So come on out to the City Winery um, on November 20th and. You know, I, yeah, I got all the dates online. So if anybody's, you know, interested in that sort of stuff, that's always available on the internet. And your your website is pmbuys.com. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they can check you out on Facebook. Absolutely. Twitter. Facebook, Twitter, all the social media stuff that I'm doing my best to keep up with over here. <laughs> that's so all, all you can do, right? <laughs> so, yeah, and, and that'd be great if they did that. So that way, you know, we can stay in touch and maybe see each other at a show or something down yeah. the line. That'd be awesome. Try to go to that uh, city winery show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are there any uh, venues you're looking to play coming up in? Yeah, December? I um, I have, um, I have a show at this place. It's gonna be coming up in January. It's at the Beat Kitchen. That'll be on a okay. Friday night. That's in Chicago. Um, you know, going as far down the line as to. Um, some shows in the city, probably at Shuba's. Um, in Love the Shuba's. I always and say Shuba's that's one of my nice, favorites. Shuba's is a nice spot, and that one's kind of still up in the works, but it's being it's being handled out. And yeah, if you ever, um, I love to play house shows. So if you ever want to have your friends over and you just want me to come over and play some music, I'd be happy to do that too. That's awesome. So send, yeah. an, send an email. PMBuys.com. Again, thank you so much for coming in. It was yeah, a great time. Absolutely. Great thank songs. You, you three for having me in, uh, and, and Ivan and Jeff, and I didn't quite get your name yet. But Taylor. Taylor. Well, yeah, thanks, thanks to you three for having me in here. It was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, our pleasure. All right, thanks, thanks so Jeff. much. <laughs>